This week on Reverse the Post-Op Regain, we are discussing three things to not engage or do after weight loss surgery. Now, these three habits can be applicable to any point post-op. I hope you get some great information out of this episode. Have a notebook ready or your notes app and let's get started. Welcome to Reverse the Post-Op Regain podcast. I'm your host, Saraya Nikwan, a weight loss surgery dietitian, and I am excited that you're here today. This podcast is for anyone struggling with nutrition and weight years after bariatric surgery. You might be feeling confused, overwhelmed, and not quite sure what your body needs after that first year post-op. This is where I can help you. Join me every week where you'll leave supported and motivated to take the next step in your nutrition journey. Thank you for being here with me today. Now let's get started. The first aspect that I really want to discuss today is to really focus on not weighing yourself daily. This is a common mistake that many people make, especially in that early post-op period, where they're trying to make sense of why they've lost, you know, what seems like two kilos overnight, when that really obviously isn't the true reflection of what has actually happened. What we can do is then when we are struggling with weight regain further down the line, is that we do find that you are focusing on those little fluctuations here and there. And this may not only affect your mental health, but it will affect your physical health by way of trying to manipulate your food in response to what your weight has actually done for that day. And neither is really healthy. What to do instead is something that can be quite easy to engage in, is to take an average over the week of what your weight is every morning. First, after you've gone to the toilet of a morning, you know, you're not wearing any clothes or you've just had a shower. Make sure it's the same time every morning. And then at the end of the week, take an average of that to see what is your fat loss for that particular week. That's really what we're looking for when we are looking at your weight is how much fat you've actually lost in that time period. For some people weighing daily and then creating an average may still be quite triggering. So obviously use some level of discernment whether that's going to be right for you. But for some people, it might actually help realize that the average is X amount of kilos, which is different from the previous fortnight or the previous week, which then tells me that I've lost X amount of grams of fat mass. So it might just help give you that motivation to go into the right direction of whatever your goal is. Similarly, you could also work it based on monthly weigh-ins. Now, this is obviously not as accurate and may not capture all of the data. So the first option is easier, but if you are particularly in that early post-op period or if you are struggling with weight regain, it might just help to weigh, you know, more infrequently so that it doesn't affect your mental health. I do have some people that weigh only at doctor's offices, but they do blind weigh. And that can also help because if they do see the number and it may create some negative connotations for them, then that leads down to a path of binge restrict, um, binge the dieting cycle. So you've got to find out what works for you. We don't want to increase unhealthy food thoughts or disordered food thoughts. We want you to eat regular balanced meals, making sure you're getting enough protein in daily, drinking your fluids, moving your body in a way that is really enjoyable to you and not really doing it to purposely manipulate the scales. At the end of the day, the weight is how heavy you are in this world and what's important to realize is that you still need to eat food daily you still need to function at work you still need to engage with friends and family and social situations so your weight is not the be all end all 
and weighing yourself daily and getting really upset about daily fluctuations can be very draining and it will free up a lot of mental space if we can manage that or get that under control. There is a really brilliant book by a colleague of mine. Her name is Lindy Cohen. Her book is called Your Weight is Not the Problem and it's a brilliant book for anyone who's looking to take that focus off weight. We can do all of the strategies we talk about on the podcast or in consults without having to put you on a scale. And often I don't actually weigh very much anymore unless the person wants to weigh because really it's more about those eating habits, the eating behaviors, and just that overall ability to have enough energy and function during a day that can give you more value and more data than how heavy you are on the scales. So point number one of three things not to do after weight loss surgery is to don't weigh yourself daily unless you're doing it for those averages to get the fat loss. Number two is to make sure that you are not comparing your journey with other people. Facebook and other social media sites, I've heard TikTok is apparently quite good for the bariatric population. I'm not on TikTok myself, but I would find that yes, it would be helpful and yes, they'd be great recipes, But sometimes when I see those posts on Facebook, they can be incredibly unhelpful. So what I mean by that is, you know, posts of promoting the worst case scenario or someone posting that they've lost 30 kilos in, you know, less than three months. All of that sounds well and good, but I would question whether the person that lost 30 kilos in three months, for example, did lose a lot of muscle mass as a result of that or bone mass as a result of that. Would it increase the risk of weight regain later on? So it is really important to take it with a grain of salt whatever someone writes online the way they have lost that 30 kilos as an extreme example i'm pretty sure i've read that somewhere is probably not a healthy approach they probably aren't reaching their protein needs they aren't drinking enough water they might have something else going on in the background their surgery might have you know been a bit different to yours there are so many different factors to consider when someone posts something as a highlight reel on Facebook, on Instagram, or on TikTok. So take it with a grain of salt. Every single person's journey is different. You never see two people that are the same. You do see patterns in the same, you know, population type with starting weight, you know, and what sort of weight loss that those people achieve. Like if you were a lower body weight, you'll definitely not achieve what someone who was 130, 140 kilos would at those higher rates of weight loss in that initial phase. So you can't compare an 86 kilogram female, for example, to a 140 kilogram female in their surgery comparison journey, because it just can't happen. It's just a huge difference. It's almost 60 kilos difference in terms of actual weight loss trajectory. Didn't check the numbers, but hopefully I'm right with that. So I wouldn't compare your journey to others. I would take it all as a grain of salt. Oh yeah, that's a great idea in terms of recipes, or you might get a different idea of how you can structure your day, but ultimately compare your journey with you previously. And only you can be the judge of that, of, you know, you know, yesterday you didn't drink enough water. Tomorrow I'm going to try drink X amount of water. Yesterday I missed my protein because X, Y, Z happened. Today I'm going to do this so that I do meet my protein only compared to you yesterday and that way it's not a you know a judgment it's not a competition with strangers on the internet so number two of what not to do after weight loss surgery is to not compare your journey to others not compared to people in your circle that you know everyone's surgery is very different so please remember that The final aspect of weight loss surgery to really not engage in as much as you can, this is more dietary related and I see it a lot as a mistake, is to not graze. Now grazing 
can help obviously in that fluid phase where you are struggling to get enough fluid in over the day. However, it is very, very unhelpful once you get, you know, over six weeks post-op into that, you know, year plus post-op. It can increase the risk of weight regain. It can increase the risk of dumping syndrome. It can increase the risk of just overall eating too much and not drinking enough fluid throughout the day. For example, I saw someone today and they were sipping Rokeby Farms protein smoothie throughout the day. And yes, that's fine while you're on, you know, the pureed-ish phase to help you meet your protein needs. But going forward, do not engage in that because it will not only add in extra kilojoules that you didn't intend to have, an extra overall intake of energy, but it would lead to weight regain. So the number one reason why people regain weight after weight loss surgery is often grazing because there are no set defined meals. There's no time between meals for the body to actually digest and absorb that food. And then you also aren't drinking enough water. So one thing to really, really focus on if you have had weight loss surgery and you are struggling with weight regain is to not graze with your meals. So you wanna sit down, have a set meal, eat that within 30 minutes, then you wait your fluid time, so wait your 30 minutes, and then at least three to four hours between meals until the next snack. Then do the same, three to four hours after that, then you have your lunch, then afternoon tea, then dinner, and vice versa. Depending on what times you do your activities during the day may depend on whether you get three, four, five meals in. Eating a regular amount of food throughout the day not only stops you from feeling hungry, helps you keep satisfied, and makes you less likely to binge or eat a larger portion of food that you didn't intend to. It will also support your weight loss goals if you are experiencing weight regain and that is a goal for you. I always say, you know, you can experience weight regain and not want to have weight loss as a goal. So just bear that in mind as well. To summarize today's episode, the three things or actions to not engage in after weight loss surgery are to not weigh yourself daily unless you are looking at it as a data perspective. So you're taking the average to see how much fat loss you lose over the week. I do recommend you do this under the guide of a healthcare professional such as a dietitian or your GP. Number two would be to not compare your journey with other people, particularly strangers on the internet. You all have a different starting weight, surgery operation, metabolic response to the surgery. So please don't compare your journey to other people and even other people that are in your circle. And the third action to really not engage in after weight loss surgery is grazing. Grazing can be one of the number one risk factors for weight regain. It is also a sign of potential binge eating after surgery. So be really mindful to have set structured meals that you are mindful about and has a good protein source and balance of those nutrients. So you've got your protein, your low GI carbohydrates and some veggies or fruit. I hope that has really helped you today. Let me know if it has. And if you have any ideas for future topics, definitely reach out and let me know. Otherwise, thank you for listening and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for joining me on Reverse the Post-Op Regain podcast. If you would like to learn more about what I do, head to at the Bariatric Collective on Instagram or Facebook or visit us online at www.thebariatriccollective.com.au. I reach out if you need support reversing weight regain or anything related to bariatric surgery. I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment to review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends. I look forward to chatting with you next time.